What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever News—the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related, and we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. Okay, people, and first stories on the docket. We're going to start off with a little bit of Demon Slayer because there's been a couple of major moves in that realm, so to speak, when it comes to the series and comes to movies and all of that good stuff because, or actually, for starters, let's start off with the upcoming Season 3 because we got a little bit more info on Season 3, the Swordsmith Village arc and what to expect. And I ain't going to lie, I'm kind of pumped. This is going to be one of the biggest anime this year. You already know how Studio Ufotable does and Demon Slayer. Let's read so we get a little bit more insight into what to expect for season three because it says here demon slayer season three episode one will be 60 minutes long and episode one will cover chapters 98 through 100 whoa wait a minute <laughs> 98 through 100 for 60 minutes what what's going on there that's basically three chapters that is going to be covered in 60 minutes so they're either going to do the most faithful adaptation we've ever heard or they're going to extend things and add extra bits that's going to be interesting but then again at the same time usually when they say 60 minutes that's basically like you know, think how tv does it where it's like supposed to be 30 minutes an episode but realistically it's 22 to 24 minutes so expect that it's about to be like about 40 minutes and you could definitely do three chapters a lot more sufficient in about 40-ish minutes opposed to yeah them talking about an hour it's an hour that you know on broadcast time sure it'll take from seven to eight to complete but realistically it's about 40-ish minutes i'd imagine unless i'm totally off and they're gonna go for the full-on shabango with you know three actual episodes worth of content then i'd be fine with that too I'm, I'm just saying i ain't gonna be mad at some extra pieces of content from demon slayer we only get it every so often so yeah and it also says swordsmith village arc will cover chapters 100 through 127 of the manga now that is also something interesting to know because of swordsmith village arc is supposed to be the next season whatnot like so are we gonna get another like 10 episodes or 12 episodes and then we're gonna have to wait again or how's that gonna work because realistically that's what 27 28 chapters of content like i ain't gonna lie you could definitely see and there's no debate here in terms of that studio Ufotable is taking their time to release demon slayer and while there's definitely some you could argue maybe drawbacks of course of like yo dog we're waiting how freaking long for this thing like how long are we gonna have to wait to complete demon slayer as a whole at the same time you could throw the argument well you know that's why it looks so crisp that's why studio Ufotable delivers such a high quality product with demon slayer that yeah it takes a while but it oftentimes be worth the wait so it's kind of like one of those things of yeah it's probably taking a bit longer than you would like but at the same time yo they're gonna deliver that Ufotable greatness so i guess it's one of those things where you kind of gotta let Ufotable cook a little bit and it's gonna take a while and it's one of those things you know go wash your hands in the bathroom go get your snacks go go sit down for a minute because yeah we're gonna be on this demon slayer ride for quite some time but at the same time that still will leave us with what there's about like maybe 100 chapters after that yeah there's going to be quite a bit of seasons of Demon Slayer, but maybe this one will be less of like a year wait. And maybe this will be like a core break of like, they'll do this little Swordsmith Village arc and then take three to six months and then jump to the next one. Because yeah, if we're only getting like 27, 28 chapters worth of content, it's going to be a shorter season. And I'm like, yo, 
I, I missed the 24 episode, 25 episode drop. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure Ufotable ain't hurting pockets wise because Demon Slayer news doesn't end there. Yeah, we got some news for this upcoming season three, Swords Link Village. But yeah, in case you don't remember, they have this theatrical release going on right now where they got Demon Slayer in theaters in a way with the ending of season two and the first episode of the Swords Link Village arc. And yeah, it looks like Demon Slayer once again is doing amazingly crazy numbers let's take a look at this because according to this it says demon slayer swordsmith village arc opens theatrically at number one the first slam dunk drops to number three world tour joe kimetsu no yaiba jogen shuketsu she okay basically i'm not saying all that the world tour screenings demon slayer the upper ranks gather and onwards to the swordsmith village the theatrical screenings of the upcoming demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba swordsmith village arc kimetsu no yaiba a TV anime ranked at number one in its opening weekend. The film sold 813,000 tickets and earned 1.158 billion yen, about 8.75 million dollars, in its first three days in Japan. The screening opened last Friday, February 3rd, at 418 theaters in Japan. The screenings include episodes 10 and 11 of Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba's Entertainment District arc, as well as the first Swordsmith Village arc episode. The screenings will play in theaters in over 95 countries and territories. News Asia will screen the episodes theatrically in Singapore and Malaysia, and it will screen in Malaysia on February 18th to the 19th. But yeah, people, it looks like Demon Slayer ain't stopping, ain't slowing down. Well, at the very least, uh, <laughs> success of it ain't slowing down. But we basically know that Demon Slayer Season 3, the Swordsmith Village arc, is going to start off with a one-hour special, which will probably be about like 40-ish minutes. And we also know that the theatrical release that they have in theaters is going absolutely insane and making a lot of money. So kudos to your foldable. I'm sure that they're raking in the bucks. And yeah, it looks like we're at the very least, you know, we have something to expect when it comes to the upcoming season of Demon Slayer. It's just, yeah, it's probably going to be, and moving forward, par for the course, a slow release of 10 to 12 episodes. I'm guessing. Maybe I'm off on that. But yeah, that's what it seems to be. But they could shock everyone and announce, like, hey, that's just for Swordsmith Village. Right after that, we're getting to the next one. So we'll see. Moving forward, Boruto now. Naruto Next Generation fans, I've got some pretty awesome news in case you don't know because, yeah, the Boruto anime for a bit now, pretty much most of 2022, has been an anime-only content and most people have turned off the channel. Most people have said, no more, I can't, I can't do it no more, wake me up, wake me up inside break, no. <laughs> most people were like, yo, dog, I am going to be tuning out, let me know when it gets back to manga content and it seems as though, baby, we are heading into manga content with episode 287 that is dropping this weekend pretty much the day after you're watching this on that sunday unless you're watching it after that yeah but it, it, it's right here 287 because we're about to be entering the code arc we got a visual we got a little synopsis and just in general we got some freaking hype let's go because at the end of the day regardless of what you want to say when boruto gets back to being that dope stuff that we got from the ishiki arc from the kara stuff all of that good stuff that's when it starts to be like okay we cooking with gas baby it's time to tune back in so let's take a look and we'll talk some more code a member of the kara who worships ishiki otsutsuki defeated by boruto and company visits the cult facility of boro who was also a member of kara in order to meet a certain person like kawaki code had miraculously survived an experiment to select those who would become vessels for ishiki and has therefore acquired powers that surpass those of their leader jigen Code has vowed revenge against Boruto and Kawaki, who destroyed Ishiki Otsutsuki. 
Meanwhile, in the village of Konohagakure, traces left by code have been found just outside the village. Boruto is approached by Kawaki with a proposal while the Hokage and other villagers are on high alert so yeah it definitely seems as though we're not gonna be you know playing any type of games in fact i've actually been seeing people saying that yo it looks like the world 2 anime is going to blitz through the code arc based on pacing and i've also heard some pretty good things about the director that's going to be attached to this whole shebanga so to speak so it looks like we're headed in the clear for some really awesome stuff the problem with that though definitely lies in okay if we blitz through all this content if let's just say we have i don't know five to seven eight episodes that adapts the entirety of of this thing even let's just say 10 to 12 then what happens because remember we're still fairly close between the anime of the manga of boruto to the point where it's like if we go through manga content really quick then we're gonna have another year or two of anime only stuff and honestly i'm wondering if that's because again with the whole big announcements that we've been having of like yo look at these new time skip designs maybe we're probably going to have a lot of boruto anime original stuff even so moving forward in terms of maybe they're gonna do like what naruto did except we're already way past that point in terms of it was 134 episodes and then up until episode 220 all of it remained to be filler anime original stuff maybe that's what's gonna happen with boruto but on a whole other level because again we're 280 something episodes you know this will be 287 so if we go by that logic and let's just say they wrap it all up at 300 although there's still more manga content now that i think about it but regardless it looks like they very well could lead us into like i don't know into the 400 episode mark where we're gonna just be having mass amounts of anime original content they might be looking at it as yo we could really speed through all of this right now because the moment the manga goes into the time skip studio piro and shueisha have free reign to make as long as they want as much as they want of anime original stuff until they decide yo okay we're gonna do the big rebrand and we're gonna go into the time skip so realistically if the boruto manga next month or two months from now went into the time skip then you could expect that the boruto anime doesn't really got to play by the rules of you know rushing to that point they could just keep on doing what they've been doing now with that being said i think i can speak for a lot of people when it's like oh, why 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 you know especially considering the type of content that they release it'd be different if the anime original stuff was just absolutely awesome stuff all the time like like the deepest stuff that they did you know the anime original that built on Kara or whatnot or even just some you know really cool original ideas but considering the fact that the anime again oftentimes goes into i keep on referencing all the time but i gotta say like the himawari goes to school arc what are we doing here folks you know what i'm saying so i guess it's going to be interesting and to play it by ear to a certain degree of what's going to happen moving forward but as it stands right now episode 287 is going to be the code arc beginning and we also got a little bit of a teaser a little spoiler if you will i hope you're okay with it of what code is about to do with himself shall i say uh moving forward because as you can see based off this screenshot it looks as though code is going to be having some sort of karma mark of his own i'm not sure if it was actually showcased in the anime or not yet so if it's not a spoiler then kudos but either way this is a leak from the upcoming episode of boruto episode 287 the beginning of the code arc and yeah this is about to be massively hype it's been too freaking long like realistically how much anime original filler can we actually stand before we get to this point and yeah we're here fam kabuki's about to go in boruto's about to go in code's about to go in let's freaking go moving forward attack on titan fans we got some updates on the upcoming attack on titan the final season part bajillion that they are doing uh because a lot of fans call this but it's even more so confirmed now what's about to go down and i'm just kind of looking 
looking at it like, okay, yo, again, <laughs> I gotta keep on saying it that they are stretching this further and further than Luffy ever could from One Piece. <laughs> yeah, because apparently Attack on Titans finale is going to seemingly be spread apart in like some two hour segments. Like, let's read what the heck is going on here. Because according to this, it says Attack on Titan, the final season, part three anime's first half airs as one hour special on March 3rd. NHK announced on Thursday that the first half of Attack on Titan, the final season, part three will air as a one hour special March 3rd with the second half airing later in the year. A special seven part compilation anime will air on NHK for three consecutive nights starting on February 25th. Uh, yeah, so we're getting an hour long special, which I feel like we've already kind of heard somewhat of this, but it seems as though they're just reconfirming. And I said it before and I'll say it again. I am massively excited of, yo dog, that's the day after my birthday. And also I believe we're supposed to have that big Demon Slayer bonanza of the world tour that's going down that I believe also comes out March 3rd or something like that. So it looks like my birthday is actually going to be something somewhat to look forward to in terms of having really dope experiences. Like, yo, so day after I get an Attack on Titan thing, you know, one hour special for the finale. It's like, it, it, it ain't so bad. But I will say though that 100%, like they are just extending this to the fullest because it's like, yo, we're getting an hour. You know what I'm saying? They, they Of course, they're going to have the things of saying, hey, you know, we need time to create this. We need time. And that's completely understandable. But the way they're releasing these things is like, they just found every possible way to stretch this to make sure that they could keep it going for however long. Because as long as the anime keeps on releasing new stuff, it's going to be making them money pushing things forward. In fact, the Besatsu magazine that Attack on Titan used to publish in recently even put Attack on Titan on the cover for the latest issue and it kind of actually was a little disturbing because it had a massive spoiler even though I guess that was in the latest episode or the final episodes of the anime of the whole cast basically holding Eren's head and I'm there like, what? 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 Seems a little bit vicious for me. Just in general, Attack on Titan is, yeah, taking its sweet time to end but hopefully it just means that we're gonna get a really polished final product and there won't be any complaints of like hey the cg looks weird or hey i'm not really rocking with this hopefully they just get it done and get it done right so i guess only time will tell but yeah attack on titans final season part three part one is going to be a one hour special yeah, even saying all of that is a mouthful and a little bit ridiculous if i do say so myself but yeah it's on the way moving forward me and roboco fans all of you two out there <laughs> no me and roboco uh it's actually been making some waves the anime recently released which was basically like three minute shorts and it was only like six of them i don't know what the heck they were doing but it seems as though Mira Roboco despite not being able to you know make major waves it's still been doing its thing because according to this article it says here that Mia Roboco is doing some pretty decent sales it says Mia Roboco has sold over 1 million copies with 11 volumes and I know you're probably thinking like a million copies that's not you know what I'm saying One Piece does that double that in its first week with a volume well let's put things into perspective one this is a comedy gag series two it's anime adaptation was not anything conventional of like yo you know 20 minute 22 minute episodes it was shorts and in general i have nothing but respect and praise to say about me and roboco because this author has done above and beyond to try and 
make it work with Roboco. I mean, from doing parody of manga volumes when their series get anime adaptations and whatnot. Like, me and Roboco's author, Miyazaki, has really put in a lot of work to make it happen. So, by no means am I going to try and short it. And a million copies sold is still a million copies sold. You dig? So, shoutouts to me and Roboco. And, yeah, keep on uh, with the gags, my lord. <laughs> then, we also have a little bit more word on the Naru Top voting situation. In case you don't know about it, it was called Naru top 99 announced at the recent jump festa where basically you could vote on your favorite characters of the naruto verse and the top 10 winners would get exclusive original art done by masashi kishimoto as well as the number one winner will get their own manga adaptation done by kishimoto himself so very very big stakes up there we spoke about that sakura was number three out of nowhere and it's kind of like okay all right I'm, I'm still a little questioning it but hey the sakura fandom has spoken they want her well apparently it seems as though the Voting has come to an end because according to this, the Naruto Top 99 project has been completed. Voting period ended January 31st, but the results will not be released until April 23rd. And again, like I said before, I don't want to harp too much on this. I am fully expecting Minato to come out on top. If not Minato, Itachi. I will be shocked but maybe not so shocked at the same time if Sakura actually won it because it looked like people were really pushing for her and I just feel like too at the end of the day a Minato manga because we didn't really get much of Minato but we know about Minato would be fire Itachi I feel like we've gotten a lot of Itachi I mean there was even like spinoff OVAs of Itachi cooking in the kitchen with Sasuke like mad random and stuff like that so I'm not necessarily like oh yes I need an Itachi story I think a Shisui one considering that he's never been too much explored other than what Donzo did to him that would be dope or one of the you know lesser known Uchiha or something like that or an Uzumaki that we don't really know too much about but has been mentioned something along the lines of that so we'll see and don't get me wrong I know I sound like a hypocrite because I was one of the people that was like yo let's get a Naruto manga let's get Kishimoto to write Naruto again a little bit of a different circumstance okay buddy like relax relax but yeah the voting is officially completed and we will know soon enough the results of who will be getting manga done by kishimoto you better believe over on my main channel i will be talking about it sword art online fans i'm not even gonna lie in 2023 i don't know at all what's going on with sword Art online anymore in terms of like what season are we on at this point i know we had season one then we had the gun gale online season season two then we had the elicitization with season season three that was ridiculously long then we had some movies like i can't keep up with sao anymore and it's been damn near yeah it's been 11 years since sword Art online debut but there is a lot of stuff going on including a movie that hit theaters and apparently we have a little bit of insight on that movie so let's take a look it says here second sword Art online progressive film earns six hundred seven thousand dollars in u.s so it's a film that is already over here in theaters as well deadline reported on sunday that sword Art online the movie progressive Sherzo of Deep Night aka Sword Art Online the movie progressive Kuraki Yuyami no Sherzo the second film in the Sword Art Online the movie progressive anime film series has earned US $607,000 in the United States the film opened in 892 locations in the US on Friday and has had a per theater average of $681 box office mojo lists the film's worldwide earnings excluding the US at US $8.695 million dollars the film opened in the united states and canada on friday and it is screening in japanese with english subtitles and with an english dub the movie also opened in the united kingdom and ireland on february 1st and in australia new zealand in february 2nd crunchyroll will reveal additional theatrical dates for europe 
Latin America in the future. And I'ma just be real honest with you, in terms of in the US, those numbers aren't fantastic. I mean, they're okay-ish, but like you compare, you know, when One Piece is doing damn near its entire run over a weekend over here in the US, it might be that time that Sword Art Online might have to go into hibernation at some given point. Like if they keep on, you know, more Sword Art Online, more Sword Art Online, after a certain point, like, yo, it's been 11 years since its debut. People, especially with their attention fans nowadays, they might start moving on little by little. And I mean, at the end of the day, the U.S. ticket sales, like I said, aren't the greatest in the world. Don't get me wrong. $600,000 is a lot of money. But for SAO and then it's worldwide ticket sales right now is at about $8.6 million. While that's still decent in comparison to a lot of the other stuff, it's like, I don't know. Maybe it might be time for SAO to take a nice break for a bit and come back stronger because those sales aren't looking too up to snuff if you know what i mean again they're all right but i don't know it feels like sort of online as an ip either needs to take a break or something's got to give because i ain't gonna lie i used to be pretty heavy into sword out online and nowadays i don't really get into it honestly i i'm so far behind i wouldn't even know where to begin and then on top of that there's multiple movies and stuff like that like right now if this was a one-off movie that i could run to the theater i probably would go watch it in theaters why not but i think what is this a sequel to the previous film it's it's a lot it's jarring and i think personally the sales speak that to a certain degree maybe sort of online could start taking a break a little bit before doing the next film or the next season and regroup and come back like yes it's a huge ip but uh, i don't know let me know what you guys think about that whole situation though maybe i'm off moving forward this definitely affects not only of course anime and manga fans but people in general over on netflix i'm sure by now you have heard the hubbub regarding all the stuff that netflix has been up to that has gotten a lot of fans really upset and not happy because of the whole password sharing situation in case you don't know netflix i want to say it was like a year or so ago lost a crap ton of subscribers a lot of it was due to them announcing like yo we might start cracking down on password sharing and people you know fled and it only got worse as we've continued to move forward or netflix has continued to move forward to try and push the whole password sharing crackdown on the people and i'm not even gonna lie it's kind of crazy with netflix considering the fact that i saw this tweet going viral of them saying yo password sharing is love that was like five or six years ago fast forward to 2023 they're like yo password sharing is a no-go there is no more love you know what i'm saying it's all capitalism money baby let go and people aren't happy about it so much so that netflix recently seemingly they alleged that it was an accident that they were trying it in other territories and whatnot but over here in the west they implemented for a short period of time their password sharing crackdown so to speak and it didn't go well and netflix pretty much had to immediately reverse it come up with some sort of uh statement saying hey no we was trying other places that was that was an accident that it hit you got well so you're trying in other places and it just wait what, what, what are you trying to pull here but let's read more of what netflix had to say about the whole situation and how they tried to clean it up netflix u.s password sharing crackdown isn't happening yet accidental revisions to u.s help center page spark confusion about the streamer's next move but restrictions on account sharing are still coming soon after netflix spent years piloting different ways to crack down on password sharing changes to its united states help center page this week seemed to indicate that the streaming giant had finally settled on a plan but those tweaks quickly disappeared leaving confusion and concern about potential changes to netflix's account sharing policies now the company is clarifying that nothing has changed this week and no new restrictions are rolling out 
right now. Keep in mind that right now. That's that's the important one right there. Right now, you know what I'm saying? For a brief time, Tuesday, a Help Center article containing information that is only applicable to Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru went live in other countries. We have since updated it, a Netflix spokesperson said in a statement. The death knell for password sharing is still tolling, though, after the company said in its recent earnings call that it will announce and begin to roll out account sharing changes around the world in the first quarters of 2023. We've got folks that are watching Netflix who aren't paying us as part of basically borrowing somebody else's credentials and our goal is over this year to basically work through that situation and convert many of those folks to be paid accounts or to have the account owner pay for them basically yo dog y'all been watching for free and we don't like that we don't like that no more that's dope that's over it's over netflix's chief operating officer and chief product officer gregory peters said in the company's most recent earnings call on january 19th so we've been working hard at this and trying to do some sort of thoughtful experimentation to let our members speak to us in terms of what set of solutions work for them we're ready to roll those out later this quarter we'll stagger that a bit as we sort of work sets of countries the confusion about the possible changes this week stem from content meant for one country's help center page that was mistakenly published for other countries no it was not no it was not we'll carry on a second but no 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 that was on purpose that was to check the temperature of what would happen if they went with it the situation also complicated by the fact that netflix help center page allows you to quickly toggle between information for different countries using a currently viewing information for a tool that lets you choose from a drop down menu of country names for almost a year netflix has been piloting an approach in chile costa rica and peru in which the company is more serious about trying each account to a physical location or household and only allowing devices to regularly access the account from that place to do this the company says it uses ip addresses device ids and account activity to establish where the devices are streaming content from netflix is a company that built itself out of super fans and been very consumer focused so creating flexibility and whatever they do for edge cases is important for them and adding restrictions could create friction they don't want to build detractors that are critical of their service but ultimately those are still business decisions their move will have downstream effects on other companies decisions and honestly it just sounded like a whole bunch of hoopla to me essentially them saying hey yeah we, that was an accident dog no I don't believe that for a second that any of that was an accident. That was a concentrated effort to see, well, what does it look like when we implement this? What do we lose? And they quickly saw, whoa, people hate us for doing this. Like, roll it back immediately, immediately. We can only target Chile and Peru because they're cool with us gouging their pockets, not the West. Whoa, wait a minute. But inevitably, when they do roll this out, it's going to be interesting to see what people do. Are people going to stand for it? Are people going to be like, oh, I bet. Or are people going to abandon the platform altogether? Are people going to be like, yo, how about we just go, you know, there's other platforms. I don't know HBO Max or something like that like we go somewhere else and we can actually be able to share the passwords and all that good stuff Netflix is gonna be there with egg on its face like just envision the Pikachu meme with his mouth open as he's shocked as hell like that that'll be Netflix even though everybody keeps on telling them dog we're, we're not trying to pay for everybody that's on the account everybody's just gonna dip and we're gonna find another service so I guess Netflix is gonna have to mess around and find out huh and while we're on the topic of platforms that are bombing and doing bad things that is messing them up apparently Disney is uh taking major losses as well according to this Disney has lost quite a bit of subscribers Disney plus lost 2.4 million subscribers subscribers in quarter one of 2023 wow oh wow i'm gonna throw a random conspiracy theory and at the very least say even if it's not entirely due to this maybe there's a little bit of like yeah this is why it happened um 
Bleach. You know what I'm saying? They brought Bleach. A whole bunch of people ran to the platforms for Bleach because Disney did have Bleach in certain areas. Maybe after Bleach ended, everybody was like, oh, we're, yo, we out. We'll see you when Bleach comes back. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to call it that Disney. They thought they were being slick. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to forget about it. Not in 2023, fam. If you're not using a service, if you really, nobody in your family uses it, it's obsolete damn near. Cancel that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Including if Disney, you know, 2.4 million. Why not? You know what I'm saying? 2.5 million. Let them learn that, yo, we ain't coming and staying after Bleach, dog. We out of here. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm solely speaking about, like, you know, outside of the U.S. Because I know in the West, Disney didn't have Bleach on the platform. It was Hulu. But everywhere else, everybody was probably like, yeah, yeah, Bleach is over. We'll, we'll check back with you in a couple of months. I don't know, in, in July or some shit like that. For now, toodaloo, Disney. And I ain't mad at that at all, fam. You know, we came for the Bleach. We out of here. You know what I'm saying? You don't got Bleach no more. We gone. But yeah, Disney is probably feeling it. Because that's a huge blow. I think that's even bigger than the blow Netflix took when they started making losses from their whole password sharing announcement. Kinda crazy. Moving forward, quick update for Jujutsu Kaisen fans. Unfortunately, the manga, despite the fact that it has just been absolutely phenomenal with bombshell after bombshell with the last few chapters. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Gege is going to be taking a break, which I shouldn't even say unfortunately because after the gas that Gege has been giving us, I think this is a well-deserved break. Let's just quickly read. Jujutsu Kaisen will be on break next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 12. The series will resume in issue number 13 as scheduled. So yeah, get, get, get your rest. Don't get me wrong. I am not happy about not having a Jujutsu Kaisen chapter to look forward to after the next one. But I completely understand. And when it comes to Gege getting their rest after giving us all of this incredible absolute fuego flames. I ain't mad at it at all. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Gege, get your rest and come back and bomb on us even more with that absolute greatness that... Jujutsu Kaisen has been delivering. I found this one to be extremely interesting regarding the future of Bandai Namco. Apparently at a recent meeting, Bandai Namco announced that they canceled a crap ton of titles that were in development and works of video games and whatnot. I'm imagining quite a few of those were probably anime IPs that they were working on. Maybe some Jujutsu Kaisen games. Because you gotta think, dog. We've, you know, it's been a couple of years now since Jujutsu Kaisen been popping off. And we don't got no Jujutsu Kaisen games. Maybe they were developing it and realized, well, gee, if we keep on cranking out these terrible games, nobody's gonna buy them. Like a, like One Punch Man, a hero nobody played. Like, something like that. Because according to PS360 HD 2, which is a very, very no Notable um, anime game provider of news. Bandai Namco announced in their recent earnings call that they canceled multiple titles in development and are reevaluating their release strategy. This is why it's been so dry. Hopefully, they learned pumping out quick, cheap anime games instead of quality ones isn't the way to go. And hilariously enough, he actually put a little clip of One Punch Man, a hero nobody played. And realistically, it's called a hero nobody knows, but you understand what I'm saying. And thank goodness, because they were going for a while with getting people excited, like, yo, we got a Tokyo Ghoul game coming, dog. I want to say that was Namco Bandai. Don't quote me. But, you know, yeah, Tokyo Ghoul game coming out. One Punch Man game coming out. All of these games that honestly sucked. Like, a lot of these games just flat out sucked. And despite the fact that I'm a massive fan of these IPs, it got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm wasting my money on games that I'm just not enjoying. And I'm barely even playing. I'm barely getting them out of the damn shrink wrap because these games suck. So, yeah, them going back and reevaluating. That's good. It does suck that, you know, there's a drought, but at the end of the day, I'd rather a drought than just constant absolute dog water that they've been giving us over the last few years, quite a few years at that, of anime fighting games, in particular, all these battle royales that they put out. Like, yo, imagine if Jump 
Force was really, really good. Imagine if it was a quality fighting game. That would have been like literally the epitome, the climax that you could go with anime fighting games. It could have, you know, made that game last for 20 years on DLC every time a new series comes out or whatnot. DLC the characters into the game and stuff like that. Huge, huge missed opportunities when it comes to what they did with a lot of these games. And I'm hoping Namco Bandai realized that and they're like, okay, we're reevaluating because we're going to go back and make some quality games but only time will tell either way this is why you're not getting many anime games announced recently on top of the fact that the ps5 era of console gaming has just been disappointing as heck there just hasn't been that many games that really make me jump out of my chair and run to go download and buy like just ain't moving forward fans of sasuke's story the naruto spin-off manga i have some unfortunate news in case you ain't been paying attention the sasuke story manga was recently adapted into the boruto anime and that recently wrapped up ahead of the actual manga adaptation of the light novel itself uh, but now it seems as though we have confirmation that the manga itself is coming to an end as well which for the most part was to be expected it wasn't going to be a long thing anyway because it was based solely on this light novel that's been out for quite some time but we have confirmation yeah it'll be a two volume shebanga let's read naruto sasuke story the uchiha and the heavenly stardust the manga ends in its second volume the first volume of naruto sasuke story the uchiha and the heavenly stardust the manga adaptation of jun asaka's naruto sasuke story the uchiha and the heavenly stardust spinoff novel revealed on friday that the manga will end this summer in the manga's second volume Shingo Kimura of course is drawing the manga and yeah I'm not gonna lie I am a little bit saddened by it like at the end of the day Sasuke's story has came at a time when there was a massive drought of things to really enjoy and talk about of the Naruto you know verse so to speak including Boruto like there wasn't much going on in the anime neither the manga and once Sasuke's story came through it kind of lit everything back up and had things exciting and whatnot so I am a little bummed to see it go but I think it also once again proved a point of like yo dog people still really want stuff from the naruto verse like it's not that people don't care anymore about naruto and stuff like that we very much so want it the manga was awesome the anime adaptation was cool too and yeah i hope they adapt more in the future of these light novels into manga and i hope they use kimura shingo i hope kimura shingo is brought in to the boruto manga moving forward as well whether it be working in unison with ikamoto or something along the lines of that because kimura shingo is amazing at replicating kishimoto's art style and sasuke Sasuke's story looked absolutely awesome. But yeah, people, Sasuke's story, the Naruto spinoff manga, uh, comes to a close with two volumes. And I ain't gonna lie, it's a bummer, but we'll see. Maybe we'll get more in the future. Or maybe a whole other spinoff series in general, long running of the characters that we love from the Naruto verse. Yeah! Moving forward, quick update for the My Hero Academia anime. In case you don't know, the My Hero Academia anime has entered into the Deku solo hero arc. There was a visual that they recently released, a promo image of Deku with some of the predecessors of One for All behind him to kind of hype up the upcoming arc and we got a little bit of a teaser and whatnot let's read but i'm not even gonna lie i am massively excited for this stuff i know my hero for whatever reason has become a target of like everybody needs to hate on it not me i'm enjoying it i'm loving the anime right now let's read my hero academia's sixth season anime's fifth promo video previews black hero arc already love it the black hero let's go baby toho animation began streaming the fifth promotional video on saturday for the sixth season of the my hero academia anime the video previews the anime's new black hero arc which will start on february 11th probably by the time you're watching this episode you can watch the beginning of the black hero arc let's take a quick peek at a trailer that they got shall we okay boom let's go toho animation we've got little credits 
Hey, look, the city is the, the color palette everybody wanted, right? Yeah, I wanted that moody feel, right? There you go. Hey. <laughs> Yo, Deku looking so boss. Let's go. Oh, this looks so fire. This looks so fire. Yo, the rematch of the century. Let's go. The brightest sense of the one for all. This looks so good. So good. Yeah. Keep sleeping on my hero. You watching right now that ain't digging my hero. Look at this. Deku looks so boss. Oh, oh, yo, let's go. Oh, this is too hype. Lady Nagant. Oh, man, this is going to be one hell of a season. Let's go, baby. And that's the promo picture. But yeah, people, this My Hero Academia season six, the Black Hero arc is looking fire. Stop hating on my hero, okay? Just just cut it out. Moving forward, very interesting article that I found on Anime News Network regarding Media Blasters. They were a company. I want to say they might still be going. I'm not sure. But they were definitely prominent for a while in the anime DVD release scene. They released a couple of big titles, including Bakuman from the creators of Death Note. And they actually came out and gave some surprising, I guess, news about certain series that bombed for them. And I kind of was like, oh, that, that really sucks. But let's take a look at what was going on with Media Blasters. Again, they were a pretty prominent anime distribution company for a while at the very least in the West. Here's what they said. Media Blasters founder reveals company's worst performing title. Over the past month, John Citarabella, the founder of Media Blasters, has released a series of videos on his YouTube channel chronicling his company's history. In a recent video, he addressed one of his most frequently received questions, which of the titles acquired by Media Blasters performed the worst over the years? His answer, Gao Gai Gar, King of the Braves. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea what the heck that is. Uh, Cerebella called Garo Garo a fan title, title that fans are really passionate about getting license. People loved it in the office. It really was a favorite. It just didn't perform, Cerebella continued. We did sell some units, don't get me wrong. The hardcore people don't let you down. They do buy it. There just wasn't enough of them. Cerebella added that it was expensive to license due to a number of episodes, which further hurt its profits. Cerebella also mentioned Bakuman as a title that initially seemed promising, but performed poorly. I actually bought the Bakuman DVD. All right, Cerebella. Relax, dog. I did my part. We really thought that would have had a bit more legs to it. It was from the same guy who did Death Note. Well, same two people who did Death Note. There's the problem right there. Cerebella, how much you know about anime, huh? But just because it was the same guy doesn't really mean a whole heck of a lot. And the Gao Gaigar King of the Braves television anime, part of Sunrise's Brave Saga franchise debut in 97. Well, yeah, it's an anime from 97, OVAs and stuff like that. It's hard to really get people to purchase those older titles so to speak but i gotta lie i'm kind of shocked bakuman bombed like that like i bought every volume of the manga i did buy i believe the first dvd of it and hey that's why i never bought it anymore i don't think there was any more release thank you cerebella and media blasters no but yeah it's unfortunate because bakuman is arguably one of their best works that they've done i know everybody loves death no whatnot but bakuman the journey of two dudes that wanted to create manga and get to the top of shonen jump is absolute fire and yeah, it kind of sucks that it didn't really sell well in terms of the anime side of things. But also, I think distribution was an issue. Like, Media Blasters, who really even knows about them? Like, Fenev knows about them, but Fenev knows a lot of things that most people don't know when it comes to this world. So, yeah. Big props to Media Blasters for giving it a shot, though, and long live Bakuman. Okay, people, and in case you missed it recently over the last couple episodes of Fenever News, I opened up a call to action for all content creators in the anime and manga space. Again, when 
whether you create comics or manga or you're a cosplayer or you're working on some anime-based game, whatever it may be, I said basically put the hashtag for Never News as well as whatever content you create and I'll take a look and reach out to you. But I want to take it a little step further. Not only am I going to, of course, reach out to the people that I want to have here on the show for interviews and things like that, let's take a look at some of the entries we've had so far. And again, if you want to be a part of this, you want to possibly get on Forever News, you want to get interviewed, all of that good stuff, definitely hit me up. Go on Twitter with the hashtag Forever News and show me what you got, and I'll take a look. So let's get started with it, shall we? First up, we have Ben's TV, Kima Beans, and uh, they're, I believe, creating a comic. Aether Series, a light novel about a young outcast in a war-torn fantasy dystopian world wanting to find his mother that was banished the day he was born. Talion sets out on a gruesome and jaw-dropping journey to bring her back. Okay, okay. Honestly, sounds very interesting of a synopsis. And then, uh, let's see, the cover image. It's called, again, Aether Series, I believe, or Aether. Either Aether or Aether. I'm not sure how they're trying to pronounce it. Uh, That kind of right there... It gives me a little bit more of a softer Shigaraki with, like, the hand sticking out. Like, Shigaraki, you know, is absolute menacing. Like, yo, destroy! Uh, This one seems a little bit softer, but I also like the silhouette of a woman behind the character. I'd imagine, again, that's to do with the plot of him searching for his mother that he was separated from. I like that cover image. Let's see what else we got here. Okay, we got another image of the character drawn. It looks very pencil drawn. I like that look. Uh, and then it says Onyx, Hyrex, Matrix, Aether. Okay, so this is definitely a little bit more complex than the average story at the very least for what they're going for. And uh, yeah, I rock with it. So this is definitely a little bit more complex than, uh, you know, the average series. But uh, for the most part, it sounds exciting. It sounds a little interesting. The story, the synopsis is really where I'm at with it. The art is okay. Uh, definitely some room for for improvement, but it's not bad by any means. I like this full-blown drawing of the character. And just in general, okay, Aether series. Not, not bad, not bad. Let's see what else we got here uh, on the list. Next up, we got Mutton Chop by Mutton Chop WSS. They said, yo, Fenebra World, been a fan since them Bleach reviews. I'd be honored if you check out Mutton Chop World's Strongest Sheep uh, by Shrine Comics. With a shout-out, P.S. I owe you some fan art. Hey, you know, regardless. Regardless whether or not you make the cut, so to speak, for me to reach out, you're on for never news, fam. We checking your stuff, mutton chop. Okay, uh, this is definitely unique. It's not, um, you know, I, I like when they. Okay, it's not necessarily humanoid forms, but it's going. What is it called? Anthro. I, I can't even remember the word for it, but yeah, they're using kind of like bee stars and whatnot. And again, mutton chop, the world's strongest sheep. Now let's see. Hmm. Okay, uh, I will say this. For starters, one of the things that comes to my mind immediately for some reason is that uh, old show, This is the song that doesn't end with Lamb Chop because it goes on and on, my friend. Okay, let me stop before they copyright me. But Okay, we got Mutton Chop by uh, Art by Anthony Jackson, story by Berat Lumani. I believe that's how you pronounce it, or is it Jumani? Lumani, Jumani. Forgive me on that, but... 
Uh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Okay, it kind of looks a little bit different. I like, I like. Let's see what else here we got. Okay, they 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 going full blown. There's a big battle here. Off rip. Get off my ship. This is a, wait. Okay, let's see. Hold on. Slash. It looks like I can see you there. No, you can't. This is a sneak attack. Oh, okay. It seems like it's supposed to be like. A little bit of comedy in there, all right? Ooh, that is a really sick piece of art right there. Wow. Okay, Mutton Chop, I see you. Okay, Mutton Chop, you're doing big things. All right, all right, Mutton Chop. Not bad, not bad. Let's keep on scrolling down. Uh, Radicals official. Panama News, crazy future spoiler, to be honest. But I like this drawing I did yesterday. Okay, so this isn't a submission. It's more so just a drawing. Uh, here's your sword, Captain. And it's somebody getting stabbed from behind. Yeah, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Next one, next one, next one. Here's, okay, we got from Kepera. Uh, here's my manga about a young black girl who speaks to ghosts and kills people. Okay, ra rather dark, shall we? Let's, let's see the trailer right here. Is this a trailer? Oh, they have a full-blown trailer where, where, uh, dude is speaking okay and hold on let's just take a look it says writer kapura aka god Sidian, storyboard and, and cover art tg tino splash nine revenge and justice is that the name of the series what is revenge and justice okay let's see some of the art oh for if i love the uh, the colored cover page and the character's design i like the purple on the hoodie okay i ain't gonna lie the art looks really cool i like the character designs here let's take a quick little glance and see what's going on here okay so revenge and justice storyboard take a look at scene one okay again i really like that chapter one storyboard that looks really cool with the color and everything okay it seems more like this is uh not completed it seems more like storyboards and stuff like that but all right i really appreciate the art uh and it also seems like the art probably could go another stage or two it looks like it's uh not quite you know raw storyboards but definitely probably the inking needs to be done but okay a little bit dark I i'll be honest with you in terms of like it sounds gruesome and whatnot okay let's move on uh we got shrine comics okay 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 Hey, Forever World, just heard your shout out to creators on Forever News. We're an independent manga publisher currently publishing 18 manga titles through our app. We also just released our first manga magazine, which clocks in at over 560 pages of original content. Check us out. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a very, very big deal to be able to, you know, publish your own magazine. Let's see the cover. Okay 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 wow okay you're really going for it giving like a competitor to shonen jump i like what i'm seeing in terms of that what's that one golden mist looks interesting i like that one okay all right i may reach out i'm not gonna lie i really appreciate the entrepreneurship and you know the dreaming big so to speak of like yo you're trying to make your own shonen jump so yeah people shrine comics i i, I may hit you guys up i really appreciate the fact that y'all going for it with making a whole magazine but we shall see okay we got another entry it's almost done with other stuff though for forever news i have a webtoon called the divine stone that i want to make into a full-blown manga one day uh let's see let's read the synopsis of it after a continental catastrophe the land known as tristan would be changed forever wiping out almost half of the total human population spawning soul eating ravenous monsters called specters and destroying the divine stone the one thing keeping tristan protected from harm enter our heroes paint paco and kumori on their journey to bring back all seven divine shards to the pavilion to recreate the stone that will bring peace among the land once again okay the divine stone let's let's take a look at least at like the prologue let's see what the prologue looks like okay art well let's see let's just scroll i wanted to see what the actual art looks like okay art 
uh, it's all rightish. Definitely could uh, use a little bit of an upgrade, but I'm not mad at it. It's it's not too shabby, not too shabby. Let's see uh, outside of the prologue, because usually prologues don't really show too too much. Let's go. Okay, uh, the the real first chapter, the art looks a little bit more cleaned up, a little bit more polished, so to speak. Also, that back kind of reminds me of Happy. Um, all right, I. I think the synopsis is interesting. Art is okay. Uh, yeah, the Divine Stone. Not bad, not bad. Then we have by Akaido underscore JPG. For Never News, my comic had reached the number five spot in Manga Plus Creator's December Challenge. Chapter one of my manga, Desert Sunflower Seed of the Red Sun, is out. Uh, okay, it's called Desert Sunflower Seed of the Red Sun. Art and story by Delano Akaido Mills. Okay, all right. I'm not gonna lie. I really appreciate the art kind of gives me a little bit of a naruto but like it kind of looks like naruto meets like maybe modern jacket wear or something like that okay i really like this character design i'm not gonna lie the last surviving member of the red sun tribe uh, um i will say i'm not the biggest fan of the whole you know the last son of krypton and stuff like that that kind of been done a lot but i really like the art yeah, the art is absolute fire on this one. I love the art. I'm not going to lie. I really, I, I like the art a lot on this one. I'll say that. Akaido underscore JPG. Uh, and you was top five in the Manga Plus Creators December Challenge. I rocks with it. All right, all right. Big things, Akaido. Let's go. Uh, next up, we have the Anime Plus Pod, Anime Podcast. Me and my buddy decided to start an anime podcast. We're having fun doing it, and it would be dope to be interviewed or whatever. We just love to talk anime. Okay, we got a podcast. I got to go check that out on a different time, but it looks like y'all. Let, let's just check out, as a matter of fact, how many episodes y'all have so far. We bring on longtime Ho Guys member Yasa and confront him yes a hardcore fan of my hero defends his position on the anime gives his insight when the series will end what do you need to defend your position on the anime what was that about dog like yo I, I rocked with the my hero anime fam i'm sorry i, I don't know but no on the real shout outs to you do your thing i'm not trying to hate but yeah um okay we got let's see move down a little bit more we got jr sketcher just finished another page for my comic god of bananas an aztec and mayan inspired manga that revolves around a young girl who dreams of becoming a warrior and a crazy god who can't control his powers think one piece meets el dorado i really like the art style in this one i'm not gonna lie the art style looks real nice in this one too uh explanation or the synopsis of it is dope okay all right it's kind of interesting yo why does that that kind of reminds me now that I think of it, of uh, the genie from Aladdin. Uh, I like this. This gives me vibes of like Crash Bandicoot and just in general, like really dope ancient pieces, like a mask and stuff like that. Oh, wow. That kind of even looks like uh, the mask from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which again, is all inspired by like, I'm imagining like older African uh, culture and stuff like that. Like, okay. All right. All right. All right. I, I like this one. It kind of has a nice vibe and I really like this page right here. This page and like some of the, you know, design aesthetics and whatnot. All right okay all right what is that called again uh god of bananas a little bit with a pause i'm gonna add on that but all right oh we got the full comic the full comic is available on their instagram let's see do we got a few more pages yeah i kind of like the simplicity of the art kind of gives me a vibe of uh, my first manga that's yeah in no words uh, the evolution of autumn walters okay next up we have a content creator i know i'm rough around the edges but uh fwm all right all right <laughs> i know i got some potential i definitely know my stuff i've been following you for like five years now 2017 fam it's connected to this 
the realest manga review ever one piece chapter 996 okay so you are a content creator you do youtube videos all right that's something a little a breath of fresh air we've been getting a lot of uh creators that do comics oh wait a minute homie you haven't done nothing in two years how am i gonna support you when you're not even being consistent and doing your thing you know what i'm saying i would love to have you on the show fam but Get a little bit of consistency on your belt first. You only got one video from two years ago. Like, it'd be dope to, you know, have you on the show. But what are we going to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the whole point of this is like, yo, you're a content creator and you're doing something. Whether it be you're on TikTok, whatever it is, you're creating your content. But if you only got one video from two years, how can I help you? You know what I'm saying? So definitely get back in the lab if you want to get up on this show or, you know, find another passion. Maybe that you're not that passionate about uh, creating YouTube videos. Maybe try something else. Uh, then we got Afro Power by Antilion. Uh, Afropower.net. Okay, we got a, a, a drawing here. Is there anything else on here? Let's see. Hold on. Afropower.net. Ooh, I like that character design. Uh, where can I read it? You want me to pay to read it on Forever News? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's not a good model. I'm going to tell you right now, any creator out there in general, never, especially like with the opportunity to be on like a platform and stuff like that, how are you going to ask me to pay to when I don't even know what I'm getting into? All I got is this one drawing, Afro Power. Like what, what, what is that going to do for you? You know what I'm saying? You got to give people before you can get, even if it's a few free chapters or whatever the case may be, you got to give them something like that's a a fallacy to think that people are just going to rock with you just off the strength of whatever you're doing. Like you got to prove to people like, yo, look, I I can do this. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, for Afro power, cool, you know, idea, uh, I like that. At the end, they kind of reminds me a little bit of um, the Proud Family. I know it's on everybody's mind. The Proud Family kind of reminds me of one of the characters from the Proud Family there. But how are you expecting me to go through it? I don't even know what I'm getting into, and you want me to pay ten bucks? Yeah, a, a little bit of a miss on that, fam. Just something to rework and something to think about, though, no doubt. Uh, regardless, appreciate you entering anyway. And yeah, people, if you want to enter to be on Forever News, or you want me to reach out, maybe we could do an interview or whatever. Go again on Twitter hashtag Forever use and put your stuff make sure that it's something that i could possibly read i could check it out or at the very least i could see your art or whatever you're creating whether you're a cosplayer whatever it may be make sure that it's you know readily available and maybe you could get featured on there and we could take it a step further because i will be reaching out to a few of these creators at the very least for interviews and stuff like that to actually have them on the show but yeah that's the showcase of this round of people entering the call to action for forever news i hope to see more submissions in the future Hashtag for never news. Show me what you got. Let's take a look at the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. We don't have Shonen Magazine this week, but we're going to get into it. Let's do it. For starters, let's start off with Witch Watch's Kenta Shinohara. Why are we only going to go for the ones we know, right? Maybe we get something interesting for some of these other authors. And they started off with, apparently, it's super freezing outside, but I didn't even notice. This is how I'm spending the year once again. Well, one, I'm sorry that Shonen Jump is really at that point of, or not even at that point. Shonen Jump's motto in general forces authors to live that lifestyle. And I hope you can eventually, you know what I'm saying, see the light of day. Uh, but even more so, yo, dog, it's freezing all over the place. I ain't gonna lie. I caught myself the other day doing the Arthur meme where, you know, he takes the trench coat and lifts it up because I was so freaking cold. So I completely understand Kenta Shinohara. And I also understand why they said in a latest interview or a latest author comment that, yeah, they're not doing another long-running Shonen Jump series because, yeah, they, they probably would like to go outside. 
Uh, then we got Sakamoto Days' Yuto Suzuki. My friend sent me the best oysters from Itoshima. I'm also looking forward to getting shrimp with my hometown tax reward. Hey, tax time. Uh, if you're a YouTuber, you know it's a very depressing time. <laughs> we got Akanebanashi's Yuki Suenaga. I watched Sanyuru Chef and Maiko Sanchi no Makanai-san. Both were great. No idea what you're talking about, fam, but YOLO. And then Alex Yoshifumi Tezuka. The Street Fighter League Grand Finale was awesome. Congratulations to all the participants. I can't wait for the SF6 League. Yo, I've, I wouldn't mind playing some Street Fighter. It's been a hot minute. I ain't gonna lie. We got Blue Boxes, Koji Miura. Volume 9 is on sale in Japan. We surpassed 2 million copies sold at some point. Thank you. Another series, it's not battle, but I, I feel like Blue Box is gonna do numbers whenever it gets that anime. And I mean, it's already doing numbers 2 million. And then on top of that, pushing that Volume 9. Okay, I see you. We got the legendary Shuhei Miyazaki from me and Roboko. I went on a small trip at the beginning of the year. My dormy inn was way too amazing. I want to stay there again, even if it's not a trip. All right, yeah, get your relaxation. You know what I'm saying? Get Take your breaks. Take your breaks. We got Jujutsu Kaisen's Gege Akutami. I was watching a macho show when a substantial addition amount and quality of macho showed up. I was scared. I don't know why I just immediately think of Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Uh, we got Hajime Komodo, author of Martial Magic and Muscles. All the shows with Kusanagi-kun are great. Yay. Well, yay. Who's Kusanagi-kun? Uh, Kusanagi. Uh, they referring to Ghost in the Shell, Major Kusanagi. Is that, is that the name? Maybe I'm off on that. Uh, we got the Elusive Samurai Yusei Matsui, which also the author of Assassination Classroom. That was huge. If you compare Takaji's and Tadayoshi's writing, the difference in their personalities is clear. Words do reveal the person. Uh, let's see. Moving forward, we got Yuki Tabato, author of Black Clover. My daughter says Dako, pick me up like Dacho, and it's so cute. And each time I'm sad about how weak I am. Well, first of all, get your exercise in, hit the gym, get some gains. But also, again, I I'm never going to shit on Tabata for like the wholesomeness of talking about his family because that's me. I love talking about my family. I love my family so much. So the goat Tabata talking about his family, you go lift a little bit and then you can go and throw your daughter in the air and, you know, have fun or whatever the hell, you know what I'm saying? Shout, shout out to Tabata. Uh, then we got, let's see, Mapolo 3 from PPPPPP. I need to get back on reading that. That manga is so good. When I evolve, I'd like to be able to stick to another Magnemite. So I think Magnemite is the best after all. Oh gosh, I never thought about. Imagine reincarnation as a Magnemite. Hey, that's a new uh, Isekai series. The time I got reincarnated as Magnemite. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, we got an author comment from the author of Seraph of the End, Takaya Kagami. Please come to the Seraph exhibition. I'll be creating a lot of stuff this year. I really want to see how Seraph of the End ends. I remember enjoying the first two seasons of that. Uh, and then we'll close it off with Twin Star Exorcist's Yoshiaki Sukeno. Uh, I'm enjoying reading a lot lately. Me too. And I'm enjoying just uh, enjoying life to be honest with you and yeah those were the weekly shonen jump all the comments again no weekly shonen magazine but i did give you guys a little bit of a treat of some extra comments from authors we don't normally cover so kudos to me no. <laughs> okay people and next up we have the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of jose underscore k and from the looks of it off rip the blue lock takeover has not finished yet because i'm seeing 49 48 47 46, 45, and 44 all taken up by Blue Lock with roughly 13.9 to 14.1k sales. 
Man, oh man, this keeps on. I ain't gonna lie, pushing forth. Like, I, I really want to give Blue Lock another shot. I enjoyed what I saw with the first few episodes. And yeah, it's like, it might be selling for a reason. Maybe it really got that good, good. You know what I'm saying? Then we got a 43, the first slam dunk resource with 14.1K sales, 366,000 total. Slam dunk is a lot bigger than most people give it credit for. I'm gonna keep it a buck. And then Blue Lock, once again, coming back. It's like, there's like, I don't know what, two manga in... 50 through 41 maybe three that aren't blue lock everything else is blue lock again and i ain't gonna lie the cover of what is that volume 16 kind of looks tight i ain't gonna lie i like it and yeah so that was 50 through 41 then we got 40 through 31 uh blue lock some more blue lock 15 12 17 11 isekai cheat magician what the heck is that i've never even heard of that volume 14 15k okay all right i ain't gonna lie i kind of looked for a second like deku i was like what the heck maybe i got deku on the mind too much uh then we got more blue lock oh my god blue lock blue lock yo the the blue got it on lock baby let's go uh we got at 34 four nights of the apocalypse volume 10 13 days 61.9 so almost 62 in two weeks with 15.2 this week uh when that anime comes if it's half as well i don't want to say if it's half because then they, they'll make it a quarter but when the anime comes i think it'll increase sales uh because it is a sequel to the seven deadly sins if i'm not mistaken and yeah it, it, i think it'll do numbers uh we got more blue lock oh my god blue lock stop no <laughs> 15.4 for volume 8 15.4 for volume 9 then we got cooking papa volume 164 what is this in seven days 16.2k for a second day i thought that was kochikami imagine that's the author of kochikami like he's like been doing something else on the side this long like where did this come from like yo <laughs> I'm confused. I'm not gonna lie, but alrighty, cooking papa. Then we got places 30 through 21. Let's see here. Anything notable? Major second. Is that the final major volume? Volume 25, 17.8, 61.5 in 12 days. Alrighty. Jujutsu Kai isn't the goat that refuses to leave the top 50 with this latest volume. That this thing been since December 2nd. 18.6k. Not not bad. Not bad at all. 1.3 million total or 1.38 million total. Ooh what is this fragile volume 24 in seven days 19.5 or 19.7 uh the character design looks dope fragile i don't know in the expression i gotta check that out fragile mental note check out fragile fenev <laughs> uh chojin x volume 5 in 11 days 57.8 21,000 this week. Chojin X, I do owe it to Suishida because I absolutely love Tokyo Ghoul to try and give Chojin X one more try. I'm, I'm gonna try again to get into it. I didn't dislike it per se, but I think I was unfairly holding it against Tokyo Ghoul, which is a long... A, you know finished completed series so i need to give it another shot but okay chojin x still doing some numbers not too bad then we got places 20 through 11 uh the tokyo avengers letter from keisuke baji volume 2 at number 18 with 25.4 again that's a spinoff about baji which you're gonna pick a character from tokyo avengers to do a spinoff baji probably be that guy uh, we got blue lock volume 22 28.1 290,000 total. Tokyo Aliens. That looks kind of like, ah, what is the, the character from? Is it from Fully Cooly, I want to say? In three days, 32.1K. Alrighty. Uh, then we got top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10. Uh, coming in at number 10, latest volume of Mystery to Lunacade, volume 13 with 38,000. And in 20 days, 325,000. Nothing to sneeze at by any means. Oh, we got Chainsaw Man, which, yo, it just dawned on me. And peep, peep game, peep game. Chainsaw Man anime, it 
yes, technically ended a few months back or whatever, ended in December, but Chainsaw Man anime has not ended that long ago and you know the back catalog sales have kind of dwindled off so to speak because i just realized like yo was there any chainsaw man volumes in here seems like chainsaw man's popularity kind of fizzled out pretty quick in terms of the big buzz from the anime so i'm interested to see maybe with the second half what it'll do and on top of the fact that we reported last week that chainsaw man's anime flopped so there's that uh, but volume 13 is still on the charts at least within 26 days it did 500 okay it went gold no it did over half a million in 26 days with 38.5k this week interesting stuff but yeah definitely a mental note that chainsaw man volumes have fell off like where's all the chainsaw man volumes in the top 50 that in mind moving forward Kendaichi, I've always wanted to check that out. I believe that's the lawyer uh, manga slash anime. Kendaichi Shonen no Jikembo, 30th, volume 3, 40k in 7 days. Not bad, not bad. What the heck is this? Chikawa Nanka Chiskate Kawaii Yatsu, volume 5 and the limited edition. What the hell is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, that's crazy. 68.5 on the volume 5 and 69 on the limited. So that's like 130,000, almost 140,000 for... What is this? What 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 is that? Yo, that's crazy. Rise wa Tanin got the second. Yo, that cover art though. I, I don't know if I should run or not. It's very spooky, but at the same time it catches the interest. Uh then we got Makima Moonlighting while Chainsaw Man is away. No, <laughs> uh, Super no Ura de Yani Su Futari Volume 2, 60 or 76k in five days. Yeah, why wow, that looked like Makima for a moment there. And we got the top two, uh, Tokyo Avengers Final Volume 31 in 13 days, 651,000 with 103,000 this week. I still can't believe the final volume of Tokyo Avengers, dog. Wow. Uh, and then coming in at number one, like a goat in its second week, if I'm not mistaken, Kingdom Volume 67 with 107,000 this week, bringing its total to 456,000. Goats do what goats do. Need I say more? And yeah, people, that was the top 50 best-selling manga of the week i feel like we discovered a couple of things that i wouldn't mind checking out so kudos to us we did it together hey you know? <laughs> but that's all i have for this one i'm finna world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy have an awesome day peace and you guys just watched another episode of Whatever you. have an awesome day yeah I have a dream, alone in my room as I sit with the tea Couldn't possibly think what I often see And you don't even know how I often blink Lights be flashing and looking at me Such an odd, unique, yet I'm so unique And you're looking at me If the walls could talk, they would probably be weak And I'd probably say, bitch, get the fuck off me